Paid commercial may not represent the views of Hubbard Broadcasting Incorporated or Federal News Radio. Statements and opinions of this broadcast are solely those of individual contributors or advertisers as indicated. Federal News Radio does not take responsibility for those statements or opinions and accepts no responsibility or liability for any inaccuracy, errors, or omissions reported during this program. For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake and I alternate this show with Dr. Kevin Passaro and we do try to bring you a lot of really good information all about you and your health. Now this is a reminder the Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. They do carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, we're here every morning at 10 a.m., and I'll be with you again next Sunday interviewing Dr. Robert Brown on achieving a healthy environment and lifestyle. And I think that'll be very interesting. Now, today, I'm going to cover news you can use. I want to document what's going on. We'll talk a little bit about what epigenetics is and how it impacts on you, your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and more. We'll talk about toxins. We'll also talk about life expectancy declining and the government reversing their recommendations of 50 years admitting they were wrong. So we'll talk about that. This is Autism Month, and as some of you may know, I'm an author, co-author of two books on autism. The first one, The Kid-Friendly ADHD and Autism Cookbook, and we are now doing a third edition. So Pam Compart and I are co-authors, and they're ready for a third edition. This book outsells all the other books in its genre, and we... We're sorry it is so needed, but we're happy that we provided a book that seems to have helped so many. Uh, The sales are 90,000, actually above 90,000, and we never imagined that. Our second book is the ADHD and Autism Nutritional Supplement Handbook, and it's the cutting-edge biomedical approach to treating the underlying deficiencies and symptoms of ADHD and autism. And that is an excellent guide. There are very few books out there like this that handhold families going through autism treatments. So let's get down to some basics. First of all, basic philosophy, that when you drop a pebble in the lake, the concentric circles reach the shore. And if you're just going to try to stop the concentric circles, you don't stop them at the shore. And this is how we've traditionally looked at treatment. We treat, we have tended in the medical community to treat the symptoms rather than 
get rid of the pebble. And there is biochemical individuality. We are each different and unique, and recommendations must be specific to that uniqueness. Now, that doesn't mean we don't see patterns in certain conditions. We certainly do. But we are unique, and we call it the in of one. You are a study, and you are the one person in that study. What are you like before you make changes? What are you like after? And what do the tests show as well? Genetic potential varies. It's a range. One person's unhealthiest may be another person's healthiest. So we come into this world unequal in our genetic potential, in our susceptibilities. And why is this? Because this is, this is based on what we inherit. And so now we're getting into the term that I like to use, the phrase environmental modification of gene expression. It is what your genetics is, what you come into the world with, and the environment, which is everything about you, what you eat, breathe, how you sleep, your rest, your toxins, all your exposures, everything from the womb to the grave, what impacts upon your health. And so genetics and environment meet, and we get epigenetics, gene expression. And this, is, this was groundbreaking work in the mid-'90s, and one of my colleagues was on the team that discovered that genes can be plastic. They can affect you in healthy ways. They can infect, affect you in unhealthy ways. And it's based on the type of gene expression. So in some cases, the gene expressing themselves can be negative, in others it can be positive. So what does this mean? If we have predispositions for certain conditions, the way we live our lives can push us in the negative or positive direction. The best example I can give you is one called MTHFR. That's a gene that makes the enzyme methylene tetrahydrofolate reductase. And that enzyme converts inactive folic acid to active folates necessary for brain structure and function. This is not uncommon in parents of children with autism and in children with autism themselves. So how can we make this change? This gene can be plastic. It can behave itself. We can change the environment, but we can also give the active forms of the folate and the cofactors that go along, methyl B12, methylfolates, TMG, something called trimethylglycine, B2, other B vitamins. So there's a lot we can do to support the MTHFR enzyme and making up for what it is unable to do. And that's a real important fact. Uh, in the body, metabolites build up. They are the byproducts of healthy metabolism. But if the enzymes are weak and don't do their job well, there's a traffic backup on one end. And that traffic backup can cause a lot of symptoms. And this is what leads to what I call the, the math and science of the body. We know enzymes. We know what nutrients affect those enzymes. So if we see markers 
that an enzyme is faulty, we know what to do to support that enzyme in functioning more optimally. Now, it's not simple. I've sort of broken this down into something that's a little too simplistic. But to give you the idea, and one of my colleagues said, well, Dana, aren't we treating something that doesn't exist yet? And my answer is this. When we take a history on patients, and the medical profession does this, the complementary functional medical community does it as well, and we find out there's a long history of diabetes in a family, we are going to give advice to that patient about their family history, what they can do to not fall prey to it. We're going to do tests. But if we have gene variant evidence that that individual actually did inherit some predispositions to diabetes, we are being more specific. And I said, we've always treated people taking into account their family history when we have it available to us. But now we can take into account what that individual actually has. It's not a perfect situation, but it's more information that we have had in the past. And I've been doing this for 50 years. And all we had in the past was very few tests that we could rely on. We had to rely on looking at the body and reading the body. It's what I call reading the body. And the body is wise and the body should be listened to. So that's enough about epigenetics and, and some basics. There's so many environmental risk factors. And just to summar it up, summarize it up, in the last 100 years, the modern diet itself has seen an increase in refined foods, sugars, and the addition of artificial additives, sweeteners, coloring, preservatives, and toxic chemicals. Over 3,000 FDA-approved food additives exist. There were many that were grandfathered in. Now, in the environment, under the toxic the Toxic Substances Control Act of 1976, we have 84,000 man-made chemicals, 62,000 were grandfathered in. Only 200 have been tested, according to the EPA. There are 22,000 new chemicals, approximately 700 a year. Testing is not required. I'm going to repeat that because you're not believing it. Testing is not required based on this old act from the 70s that I call Protect the Manufacturers of Toxins Act. They, own, they don't even have to test, but if the company tests to see what happens to the chemicals, they have to reveal the results. And as a result, uh, there are only 200 that have been tested, as I said, according to the EPA. Now, over 16,000 are permitted to be kept secret from all agencies and individuals under the Confidential Business Information Act, CBI. Now, what this means is that the manufacturers can keep secret this many, 16,000 so far. Not any information can be provided to any agency, foreign or in the U.S., to any individual in the U.S. And I, if you have an interest in any of this, you can write me at my 
uh, email address, which is danalake at aol.com, D-A-N-A-L-A-A-K-E at aol.com. And I'll be glad to provide you with some interesting information. So I want you to stay tuned with us. We're just beginning the show. We're talking about news you can use, and I'll go into a lot of controversies. If you've just tuned in, this is Dana Lake with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm your host for the hour. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, Handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green. Apothecary. Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique health care needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. The show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I want to remind you that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. Also remember, they do carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, Village Green's nutrition advisors have exciting new tools to use. They use a national medicine comprehensive database. It gives you information 
and the most authoritative resources available providing unbiased scientific information on dietary supplements, natural medicines, and complementary alternative and integrative therapies. And some of its key features include the ability to check for drug-nutrient interactions, nutrient depletions, and safety during pregnancy and lactation. So please avail yourself. I think you're going to find that extremely useful. It's a wonderful addition. Now, we've been talking about epigenetics, environmental factors, the fact that we've got uh, over 90,000 man-made chemicals at this point in our environment. Testing is not required. That is changing just this year. That is changing. Congress has been working for decades to get this Toxic Substances Control Act changed. And it's finally starting to change. The EPA is being given more authority and regulation. Um, I'm optimistic, but it takes a long time in the government for these changes to occur. Now, a little more about toxins. Uh, We call babies today born pre-polluted in a study in umbilical cord blood of newborns, over 287 compounds were detected. 180 are known to cause cancer in humans or animals. 217 are toxic to the brain and nervous system, and 208 cause birth defects or abnormal development in animals. And we really don't understand the dangers. We don't know if... Some of that is filtered out. These are early studies, but they're a bit frightening because it was considered that newborns would be the healthiest, the most toxin-free, and that's not necessarily the case. Uh, Let's also talk about some changes. The Institute of Medicine has reversed their recommendations. They used to recommend avoiding cholesterol in the diet, avoiding eggs or limiting eggs to one egg at a time and not every day. They also recommended uh, watching salt and reducing the intake of salt. Now, they're no longer recommending exactly what I'm telling you. So the cholesterol, according to the Institute of Medicine, cholesterol and salt are not nutrients of concern anymore. And avoiding cholesterol in the diet does not have an effect on cardiovascular disease. Those of you who have been listening to this show for a long time know I've been talking about that for a very long time. It has to be over 30 years that my handouts have discussed this. Now, how, how much further did they go? Not all fats are bad, okay? Butter's back on the table. And what did we do? We replaced butter, and if you could answer this, I'm sure I would hear those who know the answer to this, with what? Hydrogenated oils. Hydrogenated oils. And what's wrong with those? I've talked about this for decades. In the 50s, we knew that these hydrogenated oils, mutant plastic fatty acids, 
were more saturated than any naturally saturated fat. They are mutant fats. They are they get into the cells and take the place in the cell membrane of the essential fatty acids that belong there. And that's frightening. They harden the cell membranes. But what do they really do to individuals? And that's something that we've been looking at for a long time. So we know a lot about it. First of all, they increase fetal death rate. They increase birth defects. They increase early births in the mothers. They increase heart disease so dramatically. I'll give you an example. Denmark, unlike our country, banned hydrogenated oils back in 2004. They saw a 75% reduction in cardiovascular deaths once they banned them. That's the tip of the iceberg. Everybody's looking at cardiovascular death and hydrogenated oils. They're not looking at fertility, milk, uh, mother's milk quality, birth effects, immune issues. They're not looking at all of the other parts of our systems that were so negatively affected. So finally, the government got on to this. In the 90s, they started to realize that hydrogenated oils were not good. And then in 2000, they said, you know, this could be a problem. And then in 2007, 2009, 2013, there were discussions of banning the hydrogenated oils. Now, the communities that already did this in advance of the U.S. government they were experiencing a drop, a sudden drop in cardiovascular deaths. And so as of this year, 2018, hydrogenated oils are banned in the U.S. Now, I went to the University of Maryland, and in their biochem department, we, we did research. I was a very small part of that research, and I mean a very small part. But what I observed was the effects of hydrogenated oils at so many levels. And countries all over the world followed our advice, but not the USDA, not the National Heart, Lung, Blood Institute, not the FDA, not the alphabet soup that told us for decades that we should be eating hydrogenated oils as healthy and health providing when no studies demonstrated that that was the case. And my husband said, do you feel validated? I've been talking about this subject for 50 years. And the information was available in the 60s that these were extremely harmful. Scientists raised many concerns. And people say, why did the government wait so long? Some of it is that the researchers themselves manipulated their studies, not because they're evil, but because they believed that cholesterol and fat were the cause of heart disease. So anything in the study that did not meet the narrative was not included. So the Institute of Medicine in the past 10 years has been going back and looking at studies and repeating those studies. And NIH has been involved in this. In other words, repeating the studies upon which 
we made recommendations that sent, according to the government, hundreds of thousands of people to their early deaths. That's on the hydrogenated oil issue. And why did they do that? Because they didn't evaluate that these studies, the data didn't match a conclusion. Those of us in functional medicine, alternative medicine, whatever uh, you like to call it, complementary alternative medicine, we knew it. We read the studies, and we were scratching our heads. We also knew that some of the data had been withheld. Uh, France and Italy have high-fat diets, high-cholesterol diets, and they have among the lowest cardiovascular risk or the cardiovascular rates, uh, death rates, in the world. So... We now know, whoops, we made a mistake. So salt's back on the table, butter's back on the table. Milk fat, by the way, does not cause heart disease. But homogenized milk is pro-inflammatory. And what have we recommended all this time? Skim milk, low-fat milk? No. And cholesterol doesn't need to be monitored in the diet. There was never a scientific basis for that recommendation and salt and they're regulated they're nutrients and what have i taught you about nutrients they are regulated by the body in a process called homeostasis what does that mean it means that when your body needs more of a nutrient it absorbs more and holds on to more retains more when it doesn't need as much it absorbs less and retains less and that works for those of us who aren't on antacids, which block absorption of nutrients, and diuretics, which help us get rid of nutrients. 20 nutrients come out of the body with a diuretic, and there's not a diet around that can replace them that well. So one of the members of the Institute of Medicine's committee on this said, we're really not going to tell people that what we've been telling them for 50 years is wrong, not just wrong, harmful. And they said, we have no choice. The studies document that those early studies were wrong. They were manipulated. And as I said, the researchers aren't evil, but now researchers are required to reveal all of their data. They can't cherry pick the data. Now let's talk about the human diet. There is no one diet for all humans on Earth. And we do know that there are three categories of foods, proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Those are categories that humans, uh, where humans can consume their healthy diets. So what are proteins in that group? The category is protein. Let's break it down into animal and plant. Animal proteins come from fish, poultry, seafood, meat, eggs, and milk products, okay? So it's, they, they come from animal sources. In the, plant, in the plant area of proteins, what are we looking at? We're looking at beans, nuts, and seeds. Now, what's so interesting about them? They are packed with nutrition. They have protein, they have fiber because they're complex carbohydrates, and they have good fats that are healthy for us. 
So the animal source, seafood, meats, poultry, eggs, and milk products, and plant source, beans, nuts, and seeds. Now for fats, we get those through the foods in our diet. And what's happened is we're getting too many of the essential omega-6 fatty acids from vegetable oils and not quite enough of the omega-3s, which are found in seafood, fish oils, and algae, which the fish consume that gives them their DHA and EPA. And then beans, nuts, and seeds offer precursors to the omega-3 fatty acids. But there's another category of of fatty acids and fats that are good for us. Uh, We call them often the Mediterranean oils, olive oil, avocado oil, almond oil. They are high in omega-9 monounsaturated fatty acids. They're made in the body, but they're healthful to take in. Now we get to the carbohydrate category, and we break that down. This is where your fiber sources are. Vegetables, fruits, grains, beans, nuts, and seeds. And we do not have to eat all of those foods. You have to make protein choices, fat choices, and carbohydrate choices. And we want people using pasture-fed animals. We want organic. We want a high plant-based diet as long as you tolerate it well. And whether or not you need higher protein levels, whether you should go more toward a carnivorous diet or more toward a vegetarian diet, is dependent on your uniqueness. And we've tried to figure that out with testing, with history, and with trying out different diets. Now, the grains are tricky because we were told that uh, grains were good for us, and what was recommended was all the refined grains. Processed foods need to come out. That's what needs to be avoided. Processed foods, artificial additives, hydrogenated oils, deep fat frying, all of the foods that are bad for us. And our include list is, is pretty simple. Organic and eco-friendly. Let's pay attention to the environment. Nutrient-dense, vegetables, fruits, beans, nuts, and seeds, pasture-fed animals, homemade broths, unless you're vegetarian and prefer to only use the vegetable broths. The bone broths are for those who are not vegetarian. Uh, Fermented foods, beneficial fats, whole grains, That is eating the grain in its cereal-like state. Once we turn them into flours, they are glycemic. And even rice in its whole grain state is pretty glycemic. That means sugar raising. So we've talked about the quality of diet. I'm going to go into some of the downsides of human health with regard to the diets we've had and what you can do that's positive to change your health. So if you've just tuned in with us, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and we're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Please stay with us. We'll be right back after this break.
Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. 7 says yes. Solgar Number no. 7 available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners, to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We are brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate this show with Dr. Kevin Pissarro. We're here every Sunday, so tune in next Sunday. I'll be with you again. We'll be talking with Dr. Robert Brown on achieving a healthy environment and lifestyle. And this is certainly something we like to cover. We always learn something new. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about what's happening to the most vulnerable of our species, and those are the children, the infants, the developing babies, the infants, the young children. Because they grow rapidly, they show the signs and detrimental symptoms from this changing environment that we've been exposed to. And it's been 100 to 200 years that we've had man-made chemicals. That is a pencil dot in human history. We have changed our environment and changed our diets so profoundly. We didn't have the kinds of tests in the past to know what we were doing, but it started to show up in fish, in birds, in other sea life, and animals. 
and we didn't listen. And that was in the 40s and 50s and then the 60s. And now we're in trouble. The infant mortality rates in the U.S. are 25th. There are 24 countries that have healthier mortality rates, lower mortality rates. Finland's at 2.3. The U.S. is at 6.1. Japan, Portugal, Sweden, the Czech, Norway, Korea, Spain, Denmark, Germany, Italy, Belgium, getting closer to us, Slovakia, New Zealand, Hungary, and Poland are all in better shape with regard to this. And for the first time in two centuries, the current generation of children in the U.S. have a shorter life expectancy than their parents. And this is primarily due to the rapid rise in childhood obesity, which leads to diabetes, heart disease, kidney failure, and cancers. And this is all now occurring at younger ages. I've seen this in my practice. These, the type 2 diabetes didn't show up until people were in their 60s. Then it was 50s, 40s, 30s. Now it's the under 20 crowd and the under 12 crowd as well. And our life expectancy has declined for the first time in decades. So these are not, these are not good messages we're hearing. But there's a paradigm shift going on, trying to be positive here. Uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics recognized 10 years ago that uh, when children consumed or were exposed to pesticides on a daily basis, those that had unique susceptibilities to their potential toxicity were harmed. And what was the harm? The evidence demonstrated the associations between early life exposure to pesticides and pediatric cancers, decreased cognitive function, and behavioral problems. And this was related to animal toxicology studies that support the human studies. So recognizing and reducing problematic exposures will require attention to current inadequacies in medical training, public health tracking, and regulatory action on pesticides. And that was in the Pediatrics Journal in 2012. But they're still soft on these pesticides. I checked up on it because we're, you know, editing our book and rewriting parts of it and updating it. The other thing to talk about is the shift, the paradigm shift that was occurring on additives, artificial food additives, preservatives, coloring, etc., is found mostly in commercial foods and most of the foods that children consume. This is the reason for going organic. Organic means you don't have to read these labels so much because you're not going to get these items. So an analysis of studies and current research found uh, back in 2007, they found a significant increase in hyperactivity, shorter attention spans, and neurobehavioral toxicity. Um, the American Academy of Pediatrics stated in an editorial a preservative-free, coloring-free diet is a reasonable intervention. And I'm quoting here, the overall findings are clear. We as skeptics who long doubted the parental claims of effects of various foods on behavior admit we might have been wrong. Now, I was pleased with that, so I looked it up 
recently, and now they are dancing around it, saying, well, additives include vitamins and minerals. Those are additives, and they're healthy for us, completely skipping over the data that has caused many other countries to ban these artificial additives, preservatives, coloring, and flavor enhancer, and I want to qualify that. MSG isn't a flavor enhancer. It changes the brain's perception of flavor. That's very different, and that's frightening. So let's talk a little bit more about some of the paradigm shifting. I thought you might be interested in this. Uh, The National Academy of Science report on fluoride water safety for children was a 2006 report over 500 pages. And what they acknowledged then, that they should not, they will not be recommending fluoride drops for infants anymore. Why? Because it can lower IQ. It can lower IQ. And the American Academy of Pediatrics and ADA made this recommendation. Health and U.S. Department of Health and Human Services proposed a 42% reduction of fluoride in the public water. The EPA proposed limiting exposure to fluoride by lowering the current legal fluoride cap in tap water and banning sulfuryl fluoride pesticides, the runoff of which has gotten into the public water supplies. Now, that's been going on. They have been lowering the levels in fluoridated water because the report, according to the National Academy of Sciences, is that the fluoride water safety for children is not so safe. That neurodevelopmental effects and reduced IQ were noted, increased bone cancer in adolescent males, damage to tooth enamel from excess, and concerns over impaired reproduction and fetal development. Now, fluoride is the first time ever that a medication was put into the water supply. The chemicals that are put into the water supply are there to clean it up, and they have their own byproducts and their own problems. So the autism, uh, I've been in the autism community a long time as an educator, and what I have learned is that there's a big change. It used to be considered that anybody talking about diet and nutrition in autism was a quack. There was no basis for it, and that's no longer true. There has been a huge uh, paradigm shift, in my opinion, and the American Academy of Pediatrics even recommends that pediatricians become knowledgeable in complementary alternative treatments for autism, including dietary and nutritional interventions. Voila. And they had joined forces with the Autism Research Institute. We hope that continues and we look forward to success. And a little bit about what we find in autism. See, the tests have revealed what's going on. Mineral deficiencies. Zinc and magnesium are the major deficiencies. Vitamin deficiencies. Vitamin D, B vitamins, and vitamin A. What else? Omega-3 deficiencies. And omega-3s are responsible for brain structure and function, and that brain is a living part of our body. The cells die off and the cells can be replaced, and it's omega-3 fatty acids that decide the structure and function. And so we tried to block those good essential fatty acids with hydrogenated oils and being facetious. 
if you can't tell. And now we understand intimately. And this is something those of us in functional medicine have talked about for our entire careers. Coenzyme Q10 is important. It supports our furnaces in our cells called the mitochondria, amino acids, and carnitine, taurine, and glutathione. These uh, are antioxidants. They are helping to rid toxins in the body. And we know that gene problems and gene expression can occur in many kinds of gene variants. Uh, 300 genes have been identified as being involved in autism, and many of those are involved in the pathways that rid toxins, exactly what those of us in the clinical arena have noted and made uh, made not only notice of but accomplished studies on. So that's been very important and very interesting. And I look forward to more studies and more work on autism. It is very exciting. In the Autism Research Institute, there is a statement that is made. Autism is treatable. Recovery is possible. I'm going to repeat that. Autism is treatable. Recovery is possible. And right now, we have in studies something that's going to improve the lives of those with autism significantly. Dr. Navio of the Navio Lab in the University of California at San Diego has been studying Suramin, S-U-R-A-M-I-N. I hope to have a, him on our, uh, on our show so he can talk to you about his research. He has found this antipurinergic drug, it's an ancient one, to reverse some of the signs, the major problems, the major symptoms that we see in autism. And the animal studies showed us this and the initial human studies. And there are bigger studies that are needed, and the studies are going on. It isn't really available at this point for treatment. But this is the most exciting area, most exciting in this arena of autism and autism treatments. My guess is that it will work on many. There may be subtypes it works better on, and that the children will still need to be tweaked based on deficiencies and inefficiencies, but maybe not. So we won't know until the studies are done. Now, if you've just tuned in with us, I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. And you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Please stay with us. We'll be right back with more information on controversies and news you can use. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. 
bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formula supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, trying to bring you a lot of good information all about you and your health. And we're here every Sunday morning. Don't forget to tune in next Sunday at 10 a.m. I'll be interviewing Dr. Robert Brown on achieving a healthy environment and lifestyle. Now, today we've been talking about controversies and news you can use, and I've been giving you some updates. I also want to update you on um, some of the statistics since it's Autism Month. One out of 68 children are uh, diagnosed with autism. Now, the first thing people say is, well, the diagnosis has improved. It has. But if there's a 600% improvement, 200% of, of that 600% is actually improved diagnosis. There is a true increase, and it's something we can't deny. And now that we do more studies on uh, genetics, on gene variants, on pathways in the body that have to do with brain health and detoxification and uh, antioxidants and energy metabolism, the mitochondria, we've got hard evidence for that patient, that N of 1. Now, there are areas of the country where the rate is much, much worse. It's 1 out of 40 to 45, and 
that number bounces around, and it's in Silicon Valley and in New Jersey, which uh, the pollution in New Jersey is believed to be the main reason. The Silicon Valley, not sure, but we know that those areas have higher rates of autism. Also, when they do, when they lay an overlay of the incidence of autism, and they did this in Texas, and they overlay where the most polluted areas are, there is a relationship. So children that are growing up in more polluted areas are more susceptible to autism. And that's something that we've noted uh, as clinicians in this field. So let's talk a little bit. I want to go back on homeostasis. Homeostasis, which is when the body regulates nutrients, it absorbs more and retains more when it needs it, absorbs less and retains less when it doesn't need it. And that makes supplements extremely safe. They're regulated by the body. Medicines are not regulated by the body. They are metabolized. But the body doesn't say, I need this much of a statin, I'm not going to absorb more. The body does not do that. It is not in homeostasis for medications. And many people say, well, supplements aren't regulated. That's actually not true either. The FDA considers them in the category of foods for regulation, but the companies are uh, are required to use GMP, which is the good manufacturing uh, policies with regard to how medicines are regulated. So medicines, they are required to use the GMP techniques in their uh, manufacturing of drugs, and this is true in the manufacturing of supplements. So what are the risks? Uh, Supplement safety and adverse event reports, over 7,000 adverse events from pharmaceuticals, and this report was from 2014, and from nutritional supplements, 3,289. That's adverse events. Now let's talk about causes of death. From pharmaceuticals, over 190,000 deaths a year, and that's from medications, and those are largely hospital reports. It doesn't include private offices, private medical offices. So it's underreported significantly. From nutritional supplements, 0 to 10 a year, and that's 0.0001% risk for death from supplements. And when the pharmaceuticals go to the pharmaceutical lobbyists, go to the Senate and the House of Representatives, and they try to encourage Uh, the Senate and the the House to make laws that pharmaceuticals and nutritional supplements be treated the same and that nutritional supplements go through the same tests. And if there's a change made, they have to go through the expensive testing over and over again. And the question that is always asked, Orrin Hatch does this, he says, show me the bodies. Show me the bodies and show me the death rates that would be equivalent to the death rates from supplements that we need to make this huge change. So that that's the update on that. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about nutrient forms and sources. Now, this is an important subject to understand. Natural forms are naturally occurring nutrients. They're food-based, 
They can be extracted from food sources. They're lower in microgram, milligram, gram, and unit measures. They may have more efficient absorption and utilization, and they can cause reactions depending upon food sources. And so when I have a patient who is highly susceptible to food reactions or components in foods, I tend not to focus on, on those that are extracted from foods. Now, synthetic forms are made in the lab. They contain active sites that are identical to the natural and the artificial forms. Synthesized is not bad necessarily. They're available in larger doses and are used when therapeutic high doses are required. And we like pharmaceutical grade on our synthesized uh, supplements. Now, artificial refers to the nutrient form itself, and they're usually synthetic but can occur naturally. They are not the forms best used by the body and may be less effective and in some cases harmful. DL-alpha-E is not as useful. It's either 50% less useful than what the body uses, which is D-alpha-E. The DL form is either 50% less useful or not useful at all, but it's less expensive. And that doesn't mean that you got your money's worth. So supplementation principles, we want them customized to the patient's own DRI and RDA. What are those terms? The DRIs and RDAs are sufficient. These are government guidelines that are sufficient to meet the nutritional requirements of 98% of healthy individuals. 98% of healthy individuals. And by a statistical comp uh, compilation, what we determined is that 24% of the population is healthy, which means 76 of the population is not healthy. So the RDAs and the DRIs, the recommended amounts, apply only to the uh, the healthy 24% of the population. So who's unhealthy? You don't have to look far to figure out where unhealthy is. Obesity and overweight. Uh, GERD, that's the reflux disease. Prediabetes and diabetes. Heart disease, arthritis, lung, liver, osteoporosis, kidney disease, cancer. Developmental delays, genetic conditions, and much, much more. So we're not as healthy as we thought we were, and this is recognizing where you are is the first step in changing your life and getting to your optimum health. So I want to thank you for joining us here on the Essentials of Healthy Living. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, and they're located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I've been your host for the hour, and I just want to thank all of you for tuning in and remind you that it's not the number of breaths you take, it's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Ah, uh, 
the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. The Prince George's County Board of Elections is recruiting election judges to serve for the gubernatorial primary election on June 26, 2018 and the gubernatorial general election on November 6, 2018. The board is in immediate need of Republican and unaffiliated election judges, and the board also needs election judges who are fluent in Spanish. For information, call 301-341-7300. That's 301-341-7300. Sponsored by Prince George's County Board of Elections. WFED Washington, WTOP FM HD2 Washington, WTLP FM HD2 Braddock Heights Frederick, Federal News Radio.com and 1500 AM.